1: This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by Oscar Nunez from The Office. It is mom who sits behind us, silently judging. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorn America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris Boy Detective. Beautiful evening in the podcast manor here on Mount Washington. I keep changing it a little bit and really for it to have power it has to be the same thing every week that I introduce the venue as.
0: Sure. What what is what was it before? Was it a fortress before?
1: I think it was Meerkat Manor before.
0: Yeah. And, well, then I was disappointed because I thought I was going to see some adorable meerkats. Yeah, just no. Your, just your ugly mug.
1: Just a fat, balding man <laughs> in a necktie. Sure. Probably a bow tie last week. Who knows? Wouldn't a meerkat in a bow tie be cute? Well, that's a really good point. Yeah. We should get on that. Let's let's kidnap a meerkat.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Well, then, me- you'll, then you'll disrupt their social structure. I feel like you've never seen meerkat manor.
1: No, they have a complex social structure like ants?
0: Yeah, they do.
1: Oh, I had I mean, no idea. mean, if
0: you take out, you know, if you take out flour, right? Then who will who will watch for snakes while they're foraging,
1: right? But if I ta- if I don't take out flour, who will wear a bow tie for my amusement?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what I'm getting at, right, is I do like you calling this meerkat manor. right? But you need to transplant the whole family.
1: Oh, so I need to bring the whole the whole yeah. television and they program.
0: Could, they can set up a social structure here flower can wear a bow tie.
1: Will they claw or attack my baby?
0: Mm, as long as your baby doesn't display any snake-like tendencies. <laughs> okay. Does your baby slither or... <laughs> it, it doesn't help that the baby's name is Cobra, I do <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jesse just named it after the medical plan that he used to yeah. go to the hospital. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I was just, so grateful. A great plan. It's a great plan. Oh, I, I was Cobra's so grateful best. for my ability. I mean, the other... I considered naming him FMLA for Family Medical Leave Act, sure. but FIMLA sounded a little bit less. Yeah. Anyway, our, our guest on the program, uh, of course, is one of the stars of the smash hit television program, The Office, uh, Oscar Nunez. Thank you so much for joining us, Oscar.
0: Hello, and I am so happy to be at Mirror Mansion.
1: Yeah, <laughs> double M. <laughs> mansion yeah. or Manor? Uh, yeah, you know. Well, Mansion, yeah. that way we don't we'll, get we'll sued focus, by the TV we'll show. focus
0: group it. Uh, Jesse, I think, and I think it's great that you named your son Cobra, because I think it really ensures that when he grows up, he marries a stripper, which I know is really (laughs) important to you. That is.
1: That has always been a really Uh, high priority for me. It
0: builds character. It does, absolutely. Yeah. You can learn about doing cocaine. (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) Anyway, it's a family program this week. Oscar Nunez's (laughs) mom is sitting behind him right now. Um, Oscar, thank you for bringing your mother on the program. You were the, probably the first guest ever to text message me and say, hey, do you mind if I bring my mom? Um, and I'm all for it. I think we should have more moms on Jordan Jesse Go. Well, we can't leave her
0: home because the last time we did that, there she was... She tore up the carpets. Yeah. <laughs> and the sofa was in the swimming pool. Sure. Oh, wow. And we don't have a swimming pool. So she dug a swimming She's pool. Something. Her and her
1: homies. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! She's a bit of a chole, is she? Yeah.
0: So my wife is out walking the dog, and I had her bring her. Sure. Oh. Uh, Will we be seeing embarrassing baby pictures of you during the podcast? I don't think she she bought any. She has actually grand great grandchildren. Oh wow! Wow. So maybe she has pictures of them.
1: That's spectacular. Do That's Do you yourself have any children? No. Uh, you should probably get some. My sister has four, and then uh, her kids have kids. You so. should you should get them. They got them all over the world now. You just now you have one. Go in, yeah. Huh? I got mine locally. I d- everything local. I'm a local Organic,
0: Lo- organic, <laughs> and local. <laughs> yes. organic child, little cobra adder thorn. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have one recently. I just took my. Uh, I just got back from a trip to uh, uh, Ireland and England. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I did, uh, and I took. We took the baby. Wow. Yeah, it was no joke, gentlemen. It was no joke. Well, here's the thing, though. I I, I got okay. I'll, I'll give you the context. I, I got invited to speak at this conference. Um, or actually, not to speak at, but to host this conference. Sure. It was on web design, I, a topic I that I think know maybe nothing about. It was on
0: dumb baby names. <laughs> Last year they had Gwyneth Paltrow. Sure. Wasn't it, doesn't that name automatically
1: put you on a watch list or something? <laughs> I
0: think so. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if the if the hospital right. receives the birth certificate,
1: then the next time you have a baby, it automatically has to go before the judge who took away the baby that the parents named Adolf Hitler. Did you Is hear that about that? Yeah, about Yeah, yeah. So some when they, parents named their children, uh, they were Nazis. Yeah. Obviously, I don't mean to. I don't mean to it, it, <laughs> to
0: find a point on it. It'd be weird if it weren't. Yeah. <laughs> they just really like the name. Right. They they were actually Jewish, but they just really like the it's name. A, it has a lilting quality a, to it. So it just rolls it off. The just tongue. rolls off. It's like tongue.
1: a song. It's like a song. Adolf Hitler.
0: It looks great embroidered on a onesie. <laughs> yeah. With absolutely. a little duck. So they were Nazis?
1: <laughs> they were Nazis. They named their child Adolf Hitler. What's,
0: is this America? Is this.
1: Uh, the, this is a, yes, this is America. Well, two, two answers. Number one yes, this is America. Yeah. Number 2, this took place in America. Okay, they named Okay, cuz that was
0: my first question. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Meerkat I mean,
0: Manor has not annexed itself from the from the uh, from the, <laughs> the <laughs> country yet. The papers haven't been notarized. Right, But what state What what state was this in?
1: This was I can't remember where who this was. This? Who does yeah, this? A real a know. real jerkwad. That's who does it. <laughs> a real piece of work. A real so and so.
0: <laughs> That's who does Sorry that. Sorry to use such salty language in did, front of your mother, did the Oscar, courts, but this guy's a real so and so. Well, we're, uh, we're Cuban. That's her middle name, Soso. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she just thinks we're. We, so they stopped this from happening?
1: Yeah, they, they stopped this from happening. They, I th- and I think they also took away the child. Um, well, the courts can come in and do that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a surprise. I mean, it's good that Gwyneth Paltrow has all those lawyers. You know, she's got the money for the lawyers to keep the children.
0: For Apple, for the...
1: Yeah. yeah. Also, our friend Greg Barrett. (laughs) Our friend Greg Barrett's children are named like uh, Rocket Chip and something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Greg Barrett's children also have ridiculous names. Wow. You know, but God bless them. Greg Barron, I bet, is a really good dad. Don't you think Greg think Barron's probably a dad. good dad? He's a wonderful father.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, he'll he'll buy his kid their first chain wallet. <laughs> absolutely. You know, you gotta. there's those milestones in a young boy's life. His first baseball mitt, yep. first two-wheeler, yeah. Yeah. and your first chain wallet and sparrow tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: That's what right. about first ticket to a David Lee Roth concert?
0: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bar- Barron will st- get you is that. Is he still performing?
1: Oh, absolutely. David- For Barron, specifically.
0: David Lee Greg Roth. Barron, Are we talking about David, David Lee, Lee Roth? David Lee
1: Roth, yeah. Yeah, Greg Barron took his—I uh, think Greg Barron took his He's Just Not That Into You money and plowed it into keeping David Lee Roth going. Sure. Uh, it's,
0: so, that's fantastic. It's yeah. A, it's, I mean, for the good of the nation.
1: Yeah, you got to buy him flags to wave around.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> <And> spandex. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Absolutely. It's spandex budget. <laughs> and and frankly,
1: Oscar, I don't mean to be rude, but— it takes more and more spandex every day. Yeah, <laughs> even with its it, astonishing it, it, stretch quality, it can only stretch so far. <laughs> yeah, mm. and just... you know Greg Barrett knows how to stretch some spandex and stretch a dollar mm-hmm. to to support. Uh, uh, David Lee Roth. nice
0: guy. I've met him a couple times. David Lee Roth? No. No. No, Greg Barrett, the latter, yes. Oh, Greg Barrett's a tremendous
1: guy. Yeah. Oh, no, a favorite of our program. Uh, uh, The host of the Walking the Room podcast, which everyone should check out, and was just uh, just performed on our stand-up comedy show on Friday night. Wonderful man. Brilliant comedian. The great Greg Barrett. Um, So I got invited to this conference in Belfast, and... I kind of was it, it was on sincerely on web design it was a web design conference, okay. and i don't i 'm not a web designer, sure. I am a man who was known to a guy who puts on a web design conference okay okay I think that is the quality that qualified me hmm. to host this thing i don't I genuinely i mean here 's the thing i 'm not going to sit here and tell you that i didn't do a good job hosting this web design conference. I did a great job a really nice job. A little bit, little bit funny, a little bit poignant, little a little right, bit thoughtful. Just the right sure. amount. Yeah. Nice like
0: That's why, like, Billy Crystal hosting the Oscars.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: A little, you did a song about the year's uh, triumphs in web design. A
1: little less sweaty, but yes, sure. roughly the same thing. And uh, however, that having been said, I'm, I'm proud of the work I did out there. And I was happy to be there. And it was an amazing conference, to be perfectly frank. However, you'd think they could have found somebody local. Like, when they invited me to this conference, this is what they... My wife is a person who fields these requests. She's the development director of MaximumFund.org, And she said, the guy seems really nice, and he doesn't seem weird or anything, um, and he really seems to want to do it. And I said, huh. And I said, well, do you want to try and go there? And she said, I guess maybe. And I said, well, ask him if he would just put us up for a week and pay for our plane tickets for all of us. Sure. And does a
0: baby need a plane ticket these days? A
1: baby does not need a plane ticket.
0: Under a certain size, he doesn't. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's they have one of those. He's
0: luggage, right? The baby's technically luggage.
1: Yeah. Well, you can. There's a seventy five dollar check that's luggage a, fee. Yeah, go ahead. There's <laughs> a seventy five dollar check fee. Hmm. Um,
0: Forty dollars for the first baby. Seventy five dollars yeah. <laughs> for every baby. That's why.
1: See, this flight. is why I fly Southwest now. Because there's none of that stuff. You know, sure. you get your boarding group. You can carry on as many babies as you want. Um, in fact, uh, Angelina Jolie actually uh, Now flies exclusively southwest Because of that carry-on role Oh, funny it likes to carry on the babies
0: So I They cling to her like uh, koalas <laughs> Yeah, exactly <laughs> They're just, she's covered in babies
1: Or like those little gorillas That came on those backpacks That were popular in the mid-90s
0: Also, yes true. You know what yes. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, You I know, know those gorilla I know those backpacks. mid-90s gorilla backpacks
1: um, <laughs> So, and he said yes And my, my stepmother is actually from Belfast So I have some relatives there, and I hadn't been there since I was 10 or 12. So I thought I should just go. And then we were like, well, if we're going to go all the way to Belfast, maybe we should do some other stuff in Ireland. Then we were like, well, if we're going to do some other stuff in Ireland, maybe we should go to London for a few days. So it it ended up being two weeks in Europe That's fantastic. And it was amazing. Um, And I guess here's the thing. It was insanely difficult, laughably, comically difficult. But when it would get its worst, I would just remind myself that it would probably be like that if I was at my house.
0: Oh, the baby having?
1: Yeah, just any... Like, he started teething two days in. Mm. So two days in, he went from the world's most content baby... To the world's most crank baby. Yeah, poor little guy. Uh, Probably
0: fitting that you were going to Ireland because he turned into a banshee.
1: Yeah, he did.
0: Which is an Irish yelling ghost.
1: He turned into. Dar- is it Scottish. He turned into Darby O'Gill. <laughs> no, let's go with Irish, okay? That's yeah, that's... let's go with Irish. It that's helps. Good.
0: It helps my remark. Yeah. But you know, to answer your question about what, yeah. why they wanted you from across the pond,
1: it's prestigious.
0: Sure. Oh, He's yeah, like, yeah. We got the guy from L.A. This guy's coming from L.A. Hollywood. I'm coming from show business. Yeah. I
1: briefly hosted a show on the Independent Film Channel. Yeah, I'm no joke. I mean, that was a 15 minute program. But
0: nevertheless, <laughs> they don't know that. They don't know that. Sure, they there, just hear like Hollywood. They, Hollywood. they hear
1: TV. You've got a suit. A they time. figure I'm probably friends with Steve Coogan <laughs> and possibly Robbie Williams. That's right. Um, I, I, the best part. I mean, London is just is so amazing. I hadn't been there since I was like four or five years old. Yeah, I've never been. I can't wait for a guy for a and i 'll tell you this i mean oscar you 're a sharp tack you're you 're a, a, a good looking well dressed man however my interest my interests lie in the areas of neckties and uh pocket squares and the like and you went to the mecca and i went this is this is where it lives yep this is where it lives but I, that aside belfast my um my stepmother is uh, middle-aged and grew up in Belfast during the 1970s and 80s. Um, and when the Troubles in Belfast, which is what they call the, uh, the war, um, were, at their, were at their worst. And I've probably talked on the show about her, what her sense of humor is like. like. She's certainly the funny person in my family. Um, both of my parents love things that are funny, but I would not describe either of them as funny.
0: They're good audience members.
1: Yeah, good, exactly. Yeah. Discerning,
0: right.
1: yeah. discerning, have good taste. My mom's has a lot of nonsense words, um, which is well, that's her bit. That's what's, yeah, that's her, yeah, yeah. Exactly. She's, she's a sort of precursor to Stella. Okay. In that way,
0: I was well. I mean, I mean, she might be a she might be a a student of the kind of Shakespearean character who uh, who who uh, deals in malapropisms. Maybe she's like she enjoys the funny washerwoman character. Oh yeah, she's who often like she's, in she's, Shakespeare a, plays. she's she's a
1: bottom like figure. She's
0: commedia dell'arte. She goes way
1: back. Right. Oh, yes, absolutely. Exactly, yes. Yeah. No, she's definitely she's a sort of arlecchino. I would yes. say in our family. And, um, but, <laughs> but my stepmother.
0: Oh, uh, Oscar, yeah, you know, you, you, know, you, 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 uh, she, you, she's really not. <laughs> this is a holoquine. We're, no, she's really not, but... You have mistakenly stumbled upon one of our favorite topics, <laughs> listing Comedia Del Arte things. Until <laughs> we've she's... run out of specifics. Is she
1: the doctor? Or the... Anyway, Il Dottore? You're talking yeah. about the Il, Il dottore? dottore.
0: No, she wouldn't be that. <laughs> no, wouldn't
1: be that. <laughs> Don't play this game with us, <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> We will destroy I know, you. I know very little of <laughs> This it. is just 90... enough to
1: get in trouble. <laughs> this is an 80-minute an program, and it's just going to be 80 she... minutes of us listing... Is she
0: el baffune? <laughs>
1: <No. laughs> um she el She... Okay, so my stepmother has this very... She's funny sense of humor oh boy like to my it, my wife has often told me of the first time she came over to dinner at my father and stepmother's house and i have two younger, much younger brothers half brothers who are uh who are like eight and 12 or 14 years younger than boy they. they are okay yeah and so they were uh they were a little kid the first time my the first time my, my wife came over to our house when we were 18 or 19 um my my one brother was like 12 and my other brother was like five And what happens at dinner at my family is basically my brothers and my stepmother uh, just make fun of my dad, just mock my dad mercilessly through the entire dinner, while my dad just sits there and laughs because he gets a kick out of it. And it terrified my wife. Like it terrified. She's like, "Why are my wife's family are all so nice and genuinely nice, like kind-hearted?" thoughtful, like always trying to make things easy and better for you. My, my, my wife's mom is a marriage and family therapist. Like they're all about positivity and good vibes. And in my in my family, the only way, not just the main way, the only way to exp- express love is by calling my dad fat. Sure. And so, which he is, to be fair. I mean, not corpulently obese, <laughs> but he's overweight. And um, so and that's my stepmother. That's my stepmother's influence purely. Like my stepmother will mock anything. And to her, the funniest story from her childhood, and I probably said this on Jordan Jesse Go before, so forgive me. Is the time that uh, the time her sister tried to steal her piece of bacon, and my stepmother stabbed her sister in the hand with a fork and drew blood.
0: What kind of fork?
1: Uh, dining fork. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no, that's that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah. If it right. <laughs> was an oyster fork. No, not so much. Hack. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not a salad done, fork. Done
0: to death. Absolutely. Yeah. We've all we've all seen wow. Larry the Cable guys stabbed and, with a salad fork. And that was funny? That was... A- that's
1: That to her is the only thing as funny as that is the time... A police officer tried to sexually assault her, and she kicked him in the balls and pushed him down a flight of stairs. Good for her. <laughs> I, well, my stepmother's also a badass. I should mention Damn. that, too. There's no choice. Here's the thing. So I, I visit my stepmother's family. My my stepmother's brother and sister that live in Belfast Oh boy, are just the Belfastiest Belfasters. And, and my stepmother's sister, my Aunt Marion, is... She's sort of like the kind caretaker of the family. But my stepmother's brother, John, is he, his only interest in life... He, he's recently retired. And his only list, interest in life is muttering jokes. Elbowing you and then muttering a joke. That's very Irish. And, his, and to him, what's funny... Here's an example of something that he actually laughed uproariously at while we were driving around. So he's given us sort of a tour of, of the old neighborhood. And they grew up... There's this street called the Falls Road in Belfast, which was sort of the epicenter of the Troubles. And they grew up there. <laughs> like, right mm. there. Okay. And, you know, they grew up in between... Like, two of the, the two highlights were the um, Irish Cultural Center uh, building which was, uh, it's essentially the historical center for the Troubles from the Catholic perspective.
0: And then there was another store where you could go and Liam Neeson would punch you in the throat.
1: Yeah, essentially. He lined up. And then Van Morrison would get drunk and sing a song about it. Um, That's,
0: what was the name of that store? <laughs> Um, it's actually, weirdly enough, that's called, a Pizza Hut. Yeah. That's it's it a little it's different It's a different thing? It's spelled differently. They yeah, yeah, regionalize
1: yeah. it. It's like how, sure. it's like how Kentucky Fried Chicken is different in Thailand. Yeah,
0: like how that's McDonald's right. has shrimp. Yeah. Most places.
1: Um, so in the other, the other boundary of the place where they lived was Sinn Féin headquarters. Awesome. So it was like, it, there's this four block stretch, they're halfway in between these two things. Okay. So he's pointing out these different things to me, and he he starts talking about the the bonfires and the, the nationalists still have these huge bonfires they have these marches where they all get all strapped up sure. and they march through the catholic neighborhoods and uh you know do their best to provoke people yeah. and um look it's a it's a fucked up situation on both sides i'm yes. i'm i'm not i'm not picking yeah, no, it's teams crazy. here but yeah. um they march through and and my uncle says, "Oh, just this past year, they built this huge bonfire, and they had the names of Catholic boys at the top of the bonfire, and one of them, the, one of them was this uh, Catholic boy, uh, sixteen years old, who died the previous month of cancer." And then he goes, <laughs> "Sure, because what the fuck are you going to do? I guess, right? I, like, <laughs> I guess." When shit is so real yeah. that there is a bonfire with the name of a, a teenager that just died of cancer in your city that theoretically is in the midst, is in year 10 of the peace process. Like, t- it's been 10 years since there's been any actual violence.
0: Yeah. But there's a lot of, like, psychological torment
1: Oh God! Oh, yeah, it'll never end.
0: Yeah. It'll they, they might, well, they it, it makes them laugh. <laughs> I mean, that's as a, it as, really does. As a it's... you know, I should tell you. I mean, I know this all seems strange and and foreign, but I was going to say, as a resident of West Hollywood, this happens all the time in my neighborhood between Russians and homosexuals. <laughs>
1: Just, oh. There's bonfires. The Russians march through the streets sure. and start bonfires. I can see that. elderly Russian people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was, it was totally, I mean, it was really wonderful to see. It's funny because my stepmother, my whole life has been, well, I mean, until eight years ago, she literally was an alien in this country uh, because she refused to become a citizen. Um, she had, she in fact did not immigrate legally um, and uh, only became a permanent resident through the uh, Reagan amnesty in the 80s.
0: How'd she get here?
1: Um, she flew here.
0: Just she clung to Liam Neeson's back like a <laughs> koala <laughs> when yeah. he came over.
1: Van Morrison's got two drum kit bags that don't actually house drum kits. They just house he, uh, he anguished teenagers. Also still performing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And still drunk. It's still, yeah. Van Morrison's songwriting technique, I think, is just uh, to get super wasted and then just make noises. It keeps him alive. Just go, yeah. hop up, up whoop, ba. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I love Van Morrison by the way. Oh yeah, he's awesome. And he is a god in Belfast. I bet. He is a fucking god.
0: I bet he's on the money.
1: Yeah, they they've got they've got him on the money absolutely. But he it was my my stepmother has always felt like she was out of place, even in San Francisco, a very broad-minded place. I mean, I think I think it's telling, like, she's, she's told me about um, when she first moved to San Francisco for the first couple of years, she actually learned to speak Spanish. I mean, she, had, she spoke French, I think, just from school, but she learned to speak Spanish because the only people that she related to, this was the mid-'80s, was all the Salvadorians who had just come from the Civil War in El Salvador. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you coming from a nightmarish Civil War? Me too. Interesting. And so she has always felt like and and you know she has never I mean she's in a difficult position because I think like a lot of um like a lot of immigrants especially refugee immigrants you know she didn't choose to be here um really I mean she chose to be here but she didn't she didn't want to leave where she was from um but on the other hand she can't go back i mean now maybe it's slightly different but it's so it's such a nightmarish traumatic place and was
0: it still is belfast
1: i no, i mean it's very different uh, the, the last time i was there was 20 years ago i was like i was like 10 or 11 and that was it was a real war zone then so it right, was right. it was um it was people with you know i remember going to a toy store with my aunt marion and outside the guarding the front door of the toy store were four soldiers with machine guns yeah a toy store
0: was it a, to be fair they had new beanie babies yeah they did have that the new beanies a, that was the yeah. reason you, no, yeah. normally would have been two guys yeah right like, let's add some extra guys
1: yeah um but <laughs> uh so it's and it's very different from that hmm. if you didn't know if you weren't from there and you walked around... Like, the guy who hosted this conference, actually, he was a really nice guy, and he's lived in Belfast, I think he told me, six or eight years. And he's, I think, originally from Dublin or something like that. And he has never known Belfast as a war zone. So it has never... And he's not party to it. And so to him, it's not a war zone. Sure. But... I can tell you that... It's funny. We went to this, um, we went to this castle that's just outside of Belfast. And um, we were there with my uncle. It was just, we're like, we should go to a castle while we're in the UK, right? Um, and we're, we're there with my uncle. And my uncle is telling us about this. Um, I put some pictures of the castle on Facebook, our visit to the castle. Somebody, one of our listeners or something, recognized the castle and said, Oh, it's such a wonderful place. It's such a lovely, charming town that it's in. Like, we had such a great time visiting it when we were in Ireland three years ago or whatever. And that was amazing to me because my uncle's entire monologue about the castle... Well, he complained about the statue of King George that was outside for a while. But um, his entire monologue about the castle was about how the last time he went to the castle, he was really hungry and he had to go out to eat. And... uh he and it was such an it was such a hostile protestant town that he was worried he was going to get uh, beat up or killed and this was 2 years ago or something like that right uh. and so it's a very it depends on what what position you're in like there aren't any ma- people walking around with machine guns on the street which is a big difference that's a big difference yeah and they vote for things yeah. but on the ballot when they vote for things you have to mark catholic or protestant
0: that's crazy. Who are the uh, the orange guys? The, the pro-
1: that's that's the Protestants. The Protestants that's the nationalists. Where the orange? The, yeah, the, they they are they are loyalists. When they march, yes, they are they're the loyalists. loyalists. They believe in the crown, and then the yes, nationalists believe in uh, in one Irish nation. Unbelievable. And are Catholics substantially. So it's it was it was pretty intense. But it, what was cool about it for me? was that the after... Maybe he's
0: putting all sorts of stuff in his mouth because he's teething. Oh, yeah, And that's absolutely. cute. You he, wouldn't he, believe he care it. if it's orange. He doesn't, yeah. it, he doesn't care sure. so a gun.
1: talking about shamrocks, talking about pots of gold, sure, talking about those bombs with the wick coming out that you yeah. light they yeah, look the, like the, a bowling the old, ball. The old-timey ones. Yeah, yeah. old-timey bombs. Yeah. Um, it, was, uh, it, it was amazing for me to see that there was a place that My stepmother was from and talking to my stepmother's brother and sister, you know, spending just a couple days with my stepmother's brother and sister, it was like, oh, like, here's a place where Bernie is the most normal of normals. Like Bernie's my stepmother, Bernie's family is like her. And she's not like a space alien. And it's not that I didn't, you know what I mean? It's not that I never, that I didn't relate to her. or I thought she was a weirdo or something like that, but I could always tell that she wasn't at home there in, in the United States. Right. And it was, it was really, I mean, it was honestly like I've, I've grown up with my, my stepmother has been married to my dad since I was seven or something like that. Um, and you know, I, I love her. I think of her as part of my family. And, um, I, it was, it was like almost moving to have that feeling of recognizing a place where she belonged because it made explicit in my mind how how the, the tension that she carries of not belonging in the United States. And part of it, you know, I mean, she's certainly ornery and um, stubborn, you know, like it's, (laughs) Yeah. like hey, she she probably could have chosen to assimilate you know what i mean but uh but there's you know you you give a lot up by that you know what i mean yeah. i don't uh,
0: yeah oscar you mentioned being from uh or being cuban have you been there have you been to cuba no i've not been back were
1: okay. you were you, but were you born there or here
0: i was born there but i went to irish uh an irish uh, grammar school Oh, yeah? In Union City, yeah. And I have uh, many friends who are Irish, and i it's in their DNA. It's, you know, they're such a—they they love melancholia, and they love reading, and they love words, and they love—and they're ornery, and it's just the whole
1: thing. Well, my my stepmother—there's this town called Pacifica, south of San Francisco, that is— It is right on the coast. It's if you take the coast road, the coast route out of San Francisco, the one that is closed down probably 30 days out of the year. um, It it is it is the city that you get to, and it's sort of on this bluff. It's like on a just is just nasty cold there, 345 days of the year. It's always wet. It's you just feel like you're going to fall off into the ocean, no matter where in the town you are. Right. My stepmother loves that place. Like yep. she's like wants to move there.
0: Perfect. <laughs>
1: she's like, "Yes, yeah, sign me up for that."
0: It matches my mood. I don't got to, I don't have to work too hard. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. want <laughs> to right.
1: You anyway, right It's loud. Anyway, 30-minute yeah. intro intro segment. <laughs> Oscar Nunez our guest. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris,
0: boy detective.
1: Oh, that's your cue, Oscar.
0: Hey, Oscar Nunez from The Office. Not your office, The Office.
1: Hey. <laughs> hey, it's Oscar Nunez from The Office. That sounds like, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like you, it, it sounds like uh, over the, how many years are we talking about? Seven years, eight years eight, of The Office? Eight years. Eight years of the office uh, through a, a lifetime of having to do beginning-of-season morning radio tours and do ID drops, you have managed to hone a thing that you say when you have to introduce yourself before you say, and you're listening to The Bear 92.9. I gotta
0: tell you, I change it up every time. Really? I keep, I keep myself on my toes. You should. Who else is gonna do it?
1: We used to have this CD. Jordan and I started in uh, doing hosting The Sound of Young America in college radio, and... Um, Back at our college radio station at UC Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz, California, we had this CD. Go fighting corn cobs. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, you know corn what?
0: Cobs. It's more ridiculous. It's the banana slugs. Yeah, banana slugs. So <laughs> right. corn cob would have been that's a more it's... dignified mascot. That's
1: right, the banana slugs. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, the, the, we had at the radio station a CD. This was right when uh, Tenacious D had, had had their HBO series and their first album was about to come out. And they were pitching it hard to college radio, and we had a CD of IDs for literally sixty college radio stations. Wow. Like they had just sent Jack Black and Kyle Gas into a studio with a list of college radio stations, and to save money on producing these CDs, they had just put seventy-five of them on uh, on the CD, and then just circled which track you were <laughs> supposed to play for sure. your station, and. It was amazing. And our, ours, I, I can seriously from memory recite what they said. They said, You're listening to KZSC Santa Cruz, party hacky sack, go. And then there was a pause for a second, and then there was this. Roar! <laughs> i don't know what it was that, that was like maybe the, sasquatch
0: the, the 40th one they did yeah like they're day. just
1: making noises uh, at that just, point that
0: was the slug yeah like the, the battle cry Orr. of a banana slug do, oscar do you have to do those press things where you sit in a hotel room and they just roll calls to morning shows i, I sit at home oh okay home. yeah i don't know why i thought I those happened in. you do doing rooms.
1: telephonically
0: um yeah and he held up his they don't he held up (laughs) you can't see the phone he did a
1: a hi i'm jesse thorne from comedy sports (laughs) yeah yeah. and i'm holding up a finger phone he
0: did a finger phone we do like oh i don't know eight or nine or ten sometimes oh wow okay yeah
1: yeah i would think they put you in an isdn studio somewhere what is that That's a digital telephone line so that you can just patch straight guys it's not
0: that difficult we sit we sit home they call us on the phone we just (laughs) do it we do it from home We've romanticized. I know the, you're really, you radio, make it you're the cho- radio. Tour. Did they chop her in the ICD? Do- no, no. We just <laughs> stay sit home and they call you. up You're on the sitting phone. on top of a mountain of cocaine, right? <laughs> yes, at home.
1: You're yeah. talking. That's how they get you up in the morning, that's correct? How they get you up. For to do sure. East Coast. I love your
0: second cocaine reference. Like it's 1980. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're doing right. all cocaine stuff. Is cocaine back? Am oh, I, it, it's it? ironic.
1: Yeah, you go. Oh, look at me.
0: Oh, and then you talk. Oh, about, now so, I'm yeah. super high.
1: I'm going to punch something. Yeah,
0: then you talk about the Breakfast Club. Okay, you know, it's fun.
1: All of the, actually, all pretty much all of our material for this week's program teeth. is going to come from Miami Vice. If that's okay, I love it. Okay, just let's, push up, push push up, up your up. sleeves I real was quick. Say, let's and, push up
0: our sleeves. And we'll. Um, I'm going to put on this white blazer and put on sunglasses. Yeah. Um, I, I want to ask about. Uh, I'll answer anything but that. Okay. Mm, right. I have a new question now. Go ahead. The one I was going to ask was very insulting, and I've since thrown it out. It's probably racist. Um. Yeah. It was. It was about Oscar. What are you, Mexican? <laughs> if have you ever made love to an Oriental lady? Is the sideways vagina thing true? Uh, I was going to ask how intense James Spader is on a day-to-day basis. Yes, no, yes. Uh, um, he's 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 very he's very he's a very professorial. Okay, oh. so uh, p- patches on his elbows. Yes, patches on his elbows and. Uh, and when he wears a T-shirt, they're on his shoulders. Oh wow. Wait, wow.
1: the T-shirt is on his
0: shoulders? The patches, so the patches, the the patches, are, on patches are on his shoulders. His
1: shoulder. Oh, I thought he just walks around with just a T-shirt around his shoulders to show right. off his ripped no, it's, physique.
0: It's James Spader. He's
1: a, probably it's, ripped though, right?
0: He's in good shape. Yeah. He's, in, he's in good shape. He, it's, he's, it's James Spader. It's very cool having him there. And he was quiet for, oh, I don't know, like the first week or two. And we're like, oh, I guess he's just quiet. And then one day he just started speaking. I guess he huh. just was kind of checking us out, and
1: were you worried that he was autistic? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I just thought he was bored and, and yeah. really didn't care, and, and really didn't care to be there and wasn't friendly. I'm like, oh, you know, you can't make someone yeah. friendly. I'm not going to hate him. Yeah. but then when they just started talking, I'm like, oh, he was just checking us out uh-huh. to see if we were assholes sure. or something, like a cat. Like a cat, like when you walk, when you go into a cat house, yeah, cat's gonna hide under the couch for a little bit, uh, yeah. So then uh, it'll his... come out, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think the cast of The Office, to be fair, has a reputation as being. A real bunch of assholes.
0: <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. that's our rep, but that's you know that's when we go out sure. on the town. Air quotes. I yeah, keep.
1: Yeah. I mean, every time I open the newspaper, I see something. Jenna Fisher, you know, socked a valet. That was once punched in the gut. You that know, that was
0: once, and he was Mexican. You know, so had it coming. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he did not display his papers, and she can't stand them. Yeah. yeah. But but it's very cool. He has really. Cool stories, and I believe it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows Bob Dylan, and <laughs> you know, talk about Belfast. He was. We were talking about Elvis Costello or something, and he went into a story. I was like, he saw Elvis. Elvis Costello was performing, and Dylan was sitting next to him, and 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 Carly, uh, Carol King, walked off the stage and fell off the stage and hit her head, and Elvis Costello was there and Bob Dylan was there, and it's, it's, it, you know, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, stories from, from way back when. Was I guess, do you think, because you guys have been together as a show for eight years, is it possible that Spader comes in, you guys have all these inside jokes and yeah. stuff, and is, you've it, al- is you've it maybe kind of tough to... You've already
1: got your cliques.
0: We've got the cliques. But, you know, he...
1: Who kind- eats lunch with who? Cool. Uh, yeah,
0: but he kind of supersedes that.
1: Somebody, yeah. Somebody's pulling on Spader's bra strap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he, you know, he came in, like... He he punched someone in the nose. I think it was a PA or someone, and bloodied his nose, and that right. kind of set the tone. Well, it's like right. it's not, like a, new, a first day, first day in in a, a new show is a lot like the first day in prison. You got to beat somebody up. Right. You have to. You have
1: it's to. like a David O. Russell type situation. <laughs> Symbolically, Russell shank. and Clooney got a yeah. fight once. Yeah, you know, once Russell and Clooney really, actually, physically punch, then the feelings come out. Then you can make an I Heart Huckabee.
0: Then you can do that.
1: You know what was, I mean? Was
0: Clooney an I Heart Huckabee? No,
1: he was in Three Kings, and they got in a fight on the set of Three Kings oh. a punching fight on the set of Three Kings yeah,
0: I met David o. Russell.
1: oh were you
0: punched no we he, we were walking we were gonna go see Huckabee yeah and it was me uh, Kate Flannery sure and
1: my who, friend who by the way okay I'm gonna derail your story for a second okay. so I need to say something about Kate Flannery so I lived in Koreatown in-
0: Interjected. Yes. I also have a Flannery story
1: until recently I lived in Koreatown okay because yeah,
0: Mere Mansion is clearly not, but go ahead. No, we're,
1: mm-hmm. we're in Mount Washington now. Yeah. But we, until recently, lived in Koreatown.
0: Meerkat's like the
1: elevation here. And I, I would frequent see her. a restaurant yeah. called the HMS Bounty. Now, the HMS Bounty, it is across the street from the former site of the Ambassador Hotel where uh, Robert Kennedy was killed. It is uh, purportedly where Sirhan Sirhan fled to. Uh, when uh, there's no sign of that or whatever. And the booths at the HMS Bounty sure. are named after famous Californians. Okay. So you're Pat Browns. All right. You know what I mean? You're legendary public life figures in California. Um, you're John Muir's. And I always thought, man, if I could do one thing, one Give an autographed 8x10 to your dry cleaner type thing. It would be, I would be the legendary guy who always hangs out at the HMS Bounty. I would be that beloved f- local fixture, public radio host, Jesse Thorne. There he is. There's, there's old Jesse Thorne wearing his tie again yeah. at the HMS Bounty. Yeah. So one day... As
0: Guns and Roses once were to Cantor's, mm-hmm. you would be... To the HMS Bounty.
1: And I, I had a regular booth. They knew what my wife and I drank.
0: This is not in your mind. This is just fantasizing. This is, this is, no, this still... is... So far,
1: the, all of this is real. This they part it, is real. They knew okay. what
0: me and my wife drank. They always brought over two waters <laughs> okay. as soon as we sat down. We did not need to order them. They <laughs> was... knew we liked napkins.
1: Now, to be fair, I, I, had a, I would have a ginger ale. Mm-hmm. My wife would have a rum and coke. Okay. And um, we had a regular booth where they would seat us. So we'd go in. They'd be happy to see us. They'd put us at our regular booth. They'd say, do you want your usual? Give us some menus. We'd order some food, right? Sure. I'm thinking, if I keep this up, I just have to figure out some way to let them know that I'm marginally famous, and this can be my booth. Yeah. Because there's a plaque on every booth. I'm like, this is going to be my booth, right? Yeah. And so, and i this is the only time I've ever made a scheme like this, but I, I got to yeah, figure it see, out.
0: See, I thought it was good. You were going to let it go organically, and now you're scheming. One yeah, time,
1: yeah. Mm. one time yeah. we're sitting at the booth, a guy comes up to the booth and says, Hey, are you Jesse Thorne? I say, Why, yes, I am Jesse Thorne, mm. the famous public radio host. Sure. Who's a regular at this booth. Sure. You know what I mean? No response well were there people there people did not care so i'm doing this two years i put in two years of coming back to this restaurant to this booth having my customary drinks trying to make friends it's
0: gonna be heartbreaking
1: two years in sit down at this booth i look over where it used to say pat brown yeah the plaque looks suspiciously shiny it's a shiny plaque. I remember it being old and dull. Sure. I'm thinking. You know what I'm thinking. Maybe they, uh, uh, insanity is maybe what they're they, thinking. I'm thinking maybe they figured it out. Maybe they figured out that Jesse, this is Jesse Thorne. They just didn't
0: tell you maybe uh, they, they put up mention it. plaques. Well, wanna... It's a little delusional, but okay.
1: <laughs> so I look out, I look at the words on the plaque, which is one of the best ways to figure out what the plaque's. Sure. For. Read them. Yeah. Kate Flannery. Son of a bitch. Mm. Kate Flannery! Your booth?
0: My booth! And she didn't even try. Have you ever seen her in your booth? Have you ever come and there's like, oh, we'll have our usual. It's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Thorne. I'm sorry, you have to move.
1: I, I if, once... Yeah,
0: we'll, we've reserved this spot for Flannery.
1: I once saw her there, and I don't think she was in that booth.
0: You know, it's weird because, uh, in her
1: defense, we don't. There's no defending this. (laughs) This is indefensible. It's indefensible. But if I were to say something, if I may, it's like building a castle in a valley. Indefensible.
0: (laughs) It's that that is indefensible. It you are in the thing and we don't realize it's been eight years because you're just working. That's yeah, yeah. all we're doing. Yeah. You know, we're on the TV all the time.
1: It's like a, it's like Mary Tyler Moore. It's yeah.
0: weird. It's weird. It's you're syndication now.
1: You're you're the modern Ed Asner. It's what you're saying. It's in,
0: yeah.
1: Or that Kate Flannery is Ted the modern Knight. Ed Asner. I don't know. No, I I'll let like her many know many, next time I see next time I see her. I'll, I'll let her know that you said. That she's the modern ed ass.
0: Oscar, uh, Oscar I don't... Betty White, because the, yeah. the, 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 she had the cooking show. Sure. And there's so many of us on the cast. Oscar,
1: I think you're more of a Rhoda.
0: <laughs> I will take that. I think Carlton the doorman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> These are all good characters. Um, it was all good characters.
1: Um, so, yeah, I, I, I got to say, I mean, look...
0: Well, well, anyway. Is Kate but, Flannery uh, talented, but anyway, you, were about, you were about to yeah. defend this no, the, indefensible act. No, no, no. Forget that. I'm going to bring it back right. around to bring David it O. Russell. Yeah, David O'Russell I'm walking with Clay Flannery, the booth stealer. Sure. Notorious. And my friend Chris Bono. And there's David O'Russell walking out of the arc light.
1: Uh, and, and you're going and, to see David O. Russell's movie.
0: Yes, we were. And uh, he was walking his limo and there was women following him. And he stops and says, hey, and he knows Kate. And so we had, he stopped and had a nice chat with us, and it was very cool. Then we saw the movie, and he was there for Q&A, but we snuck out. We didn't have to
1: stay for the Q&A. <laughs> yeah, you but, look, but you but guys he was, are celebrities. He was
0: very nice. He didn't punch us or anything. It was very You're nice. You're Carlton nice. the
1: doorman. You don't, yeah. need to, you don't need to sit around for a Q&A. And he, and, you can have a Q&A at, at a showbiz soiree. You can have a private Q&A with Mr. David O. Russell. You can ask him about... Straight. You can ask him about... What's Lily Tomlin really like? <laughs> yeah, they did an
0: improv at the
1: Q and A. Oh, oh yeah!
0: At the end, they they got some guy from the from the audience. It was nuts. Huh?
1: That's amazing. Yeah. He is. I think he may. Now, I will say that uh, Three Kings one of my favorite movies of Good all time. Good movie. Good movie. Well, sure. Uh, well directed. Sincerely, I, I sincerely love Three Kings, and uh, I I enjoyed uh, I Heart Huckabees and. Uh, I I love that movie. I I love this. I I love. I love any movie. I love any movie that puts uh, Marky Mark in in the spot to shine. Nobody can Marky Mark like Marky Mark. It is. I love watching it. And look, I'll be the first to admit, you put Marky Mark in the wrong situation, he might fall on his face. But if he's Marky Marking. A-plus every time. Sure. He is tremendous. Yeah. If you let
0: him do that, yes.
1: He is tremendous yeah. at that. So I uh, I love the... What was that? The fighter? The fighter, sure. Yeah, love that. So, but David o. Russell may be a madman. Possible that he's a madman.
0: Uh, possible. It is possible. He's Irish. This, no? this, this, yeah, this is yeah, like yeah. the that whole Irish show. Yeah, he's got the... He's got godly nose. Yes, and et cetera. He was weaned in Belfast. Who knows what's going on with him? <laughs> <laughs> he is
1: weaned in Belfast.
0: Oscar, do you... Are you... Have you been asked to give headshots to, 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 to dry cleaners and things like this is I, there a, I, I is had there... breakfast at the good neighbor in the valley oh yeah and they asked me for a headshot and my wife said don't you dare the, none, none of those people are working <laughs> that's the curse <laughs> don't you like, dare you're
1: like what the hell's wrong with Webster Webster's doing fine yeah, but, but Conan, Emmanuel Lewis is doing just fine you
0: know Conan's there but my wife's like don't you dare give them a headshot yeah the, the lady asked me once and she, she won't anymore but, I'm, but I love the good neighbor I'm there a, I go there a lot she just thinks it's bad juju or something yeah she thinks it's bad
1: juju Oh God! See, that would be. Isn't that the whole point of becoming a star? Signing a headshot and giving it to a dry cleaner. She's for, or a brunch place.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, for me, yeah, I'm from New Jersey. Whatever. She's from here, so she grew up in it, so it's nothing right. for her. She's so I'm like, woohoo!
1: Yeah. You think of yourself in exclusively in terms of Bruce Springsteen, and now that you've ac- oh, achieved absolutely. achieved three quarter Springsteen status,
0: uh, yeah, or, or Aling Alda.
1: Oh God! He's from,
0: he's from New Jersey
1: bon jovi oh, bon jovi let's you're
0: talk kind about of, you're kind of the bon jovi of sitcoms right i guess
1: <laughs> i heard uh i heard alan alda uh on the business uh or no the well, treatment got, with got Elvis pl- mitchell he's, he's got a play, play. here yeah, in sure. los angeles
0: this one's going to go see it oh wow oh, on thursday with my wife
1: oh i'd love to go see it they, they, can't they, can't they didn't invite me <laughs> sorry she's going. We have only two tickets well, your wife can give up her ticket I'll ask her. I think she's. You're like, not going to make your mom give up her ticket, are you? She,
0: maybe. She's looking forward to it because we have like, we get like four, like a package or whatever. Right. For the Geffen. So.
1: No, for all that. You get to go to four Alda-related events every year. It's just Alda. you got a subscription to Alda. It's Alda, Alda, But you were saying about him? So I heard I, him... I heard it too. I heard him on Elvis Mitchell, with it talking with Elvis Mitchell. And I guess I had never heard him be interviewed before. I, that seems unlikely, but it felt like that as I was watching it. I, I really know him only as an actor and, of course, from Scientific American Frontiers. Sure. And I was so happy... To hear him being Alan Alda in real life, because you know he's obviously he's a gifted actor. Maybe it's all a trick. Maybe he's not a uh, 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 slightly pretentious, sophisticated uh, wit uh, with a down home ch- with an element of down home charm and. All of these, maybe he's not Hawkeye. You, do- you doubted. You doubted. Uh, I, I wondered. Know. Well, I thought maybe it's all an act. Maybe he's leaned on the Woody Allens and the MASH writers that'd of the very, world to cynical. transform yeah. him into Alan Alda, and he just happens to carry it very well. And well, he,
0: Jesse was very disappointed when he met Webster for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Webster that didn't explains live it up. To,
1: Did you yeah. know that he is six foot four? <laughs> I didn't know that. That was my primary disappointment. Oh, that's horrible. His size.
0: See, I was prepared for yeah. that because I got the memo. And you know, <laughs> Bob Newhart is Bob did Newhart. Did they
1: send out yeah. a show business memo, an all show biz? Yes. Did they send it out to the all show biz list?
0: Oh, yes. I Wait, am not you, on that when list. When did you meet Bob Newhart? I never met Bob Newhart. Oh, okay. Oh. But you're saying through, through his interviews, you have learned that he is yeah. Bob newhart t- Tell you who I met. Tom Poston. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who Tom oh, Poston is. you guys is. are too young.
1: Can we talk about Alan Alda some more? You yeah, ever so met I- Alan Alda?
0: <laughs> no, but I, I feel like but I'm going to. But you'd like I feel to like meet I'm Alan going Alda, to. right? Yeah, I feel like I'm going to. He's from yeah. New Jersey. He's, like you said. He's, You're on he's got the got a, rocket
1: ship to Alda.
0: He's got a booth at the HMS, whatever the hell the HMS he HMS <laughs>
1: Bounty. He does. Bounty. He's got his own HMS Bounty booth. Oscar, Oscar, it
0: seems like, Oscar, correct me if I'm wrong, not being from New Jersey, but New Jersey seems to have like a lot of pride in its local celebrities, maybe more than most places. Would you say that's true? Well... We got a little bit to be prideful about, but yeah, John Stewart. You're John Stewart. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're
1: Richard Lewis's. Hmm. It's, a, it's no, I, sort of how I feel about Tracy Chapman and uh, Huey Lewis. Jordan.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, we're, we're I'm th- from,
1: San Francisco.
0: Oh, you got oh, more than and that. And Robin Williams.
1: Uh, Willie McGee.
0: Sure, Willie McGee. Sure. Yeah. San
1: Francisco's play. cool. Right field for the Giants. That's right. That's about it. We, we've pretty much hit the whole list. I mean, you already said Robin Williams, the I
0: mean, Ed McMahon.
1: Frank Ed McMahon. That's that's a good one.
0: Frank Sinatra.
1: New Jersey is a beautiful place. Parts parts are. I have a, I have a friend who teaches at the College of New Jersey, um, and uh, I had never really been to New Jersey outside of going to Jersey City, and Jersey City's pretty nice actually too. Um, but uh, going through New Jersey towards the Philadelphia end of New Jersey, which I realize is in Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. I understand certainly why it's called the Garden State.
0: It is. They're doing some. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff going up on now at the Delaware River, the Delaware uh, Water Gap. Uh, some company, uh, not to get all political, but they want to do that uh, that uh, mining
1: for coal or whatever.
0: What's it called? Uh, coal mining. Oh, uh, fracking. The fracking. Hmm. They, they, yeah, the they, fracking.
1: This is where they they compress shale, yeah. so that it's a, the oil juice squirts out of it.
0: Yeah, they want to do. They have a. a, a they want to put through like they want to do twenty thousand mines, and they're trying to stop it. It'll ruin Yowza. that whole area. Yowza.
1: Yowza's right. Yowza. right. Yauza. Well, that's why I'm voting for Herman Cain.
0: Uh, yeah, and is he'll right?
1: do and say a lot of funny stuff. Am while I? He's president. Am I correctly understanding the political? theme that you introduced it's about voting for herman kane correct
0: it is that's exactly i'm so glad i made it clear okay
1: good i just i yeah. i did not want to misunderstand the gist vote for herman cain or you are insane
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you don't vote for him
1: um we'll be back in just a second on jordan jessica It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's Radio, Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. An Oscar from The Office. Not your
0: office, The Office.
1: Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. We just got to get an oral exciter on that microphone. Sure. Get an oral exciter, punch it up a little bit, make it sound a little more aggro. We're good to go. Compress it, boost the bass, makepixelart.com. Just a touch of trouble. Wait, our thanks to our sponsor, MakePixelArt.com. This is an internet website where you can make a picture in the form of pixel art. Uh, Any kind of picture you want, Oscar. I'm talking about wristwatches, wedding rings, shirts. That's making a comeback. Earphones, microphones. But you
0: can also make pictures of animate objects, right?
1: I guess, but I don't know why you would want to.
0: You know, just if you have a wild hair. Like I a, guess you could do a wild hair, like, like, like a rabbit, like yeah, a, yeah, like a, a rab- wild, like a, a rabbit with no home.
1: Sure, or a pheasant, a game bird. I mm-hmm. guess you could also do,
0: but that's basically it. Of the animate objects, a
1: fox, yeah, anything small game is what you can a draw lynx. pictures of. Yeah, um, sure, a lynx. You could do a lynx, probably a caravel. Yeah, sure, sure, sure absolutely, a dick dick. like a caravel whale, for example. The ice cream cake. We're talking about a ice cream fudgy cake, the whale. correct? Fudgy oh, the I'm whale. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, caracal.
1: Uh, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Caracal or, um, uh, you know... Ocelot. St. Thomas.
0: And I think the Ocelot. only other one that you can make is an Ibex. But that's it. The ones we listed plus Ibex. <laughs> plus Ibex.
1: Um, makepixelart.com. Hey, we got a couple of messages up on the Jumbotron this week, too. Here is a message for Andrew from TIFF. I would like to congratulate my husband for finishing his MFA this December. Oh, that is such a—she says, I love him, I'm terribly proud of him, and I look forward to that sweet, sweet post-apocalyptic novel money. And as if finishing his first novel and getting a real job weren't enough, he recently finished listening to the entire Jordan Jesse Go Back catalog. Wow. That is actually a lot of people, more and more people are getting their MFAs, Master in Fine Arts, in Jordan Jesse Goh listening.
0: Do you think the novel is just transcripts of Jordan Jesse Goh episodes?
1: Yeah, it's just, well, I I only got a brief, brief glimpse of it, but I did see a a lot of instances of the word dildonics. Mm. And so I believe that it probably was just Jordan Jesse Goh. Do you think we have a lawsuit on our hands? Well, I think we should join the Creative Commons. Look, it's like Benjamin Franklin said to Thomas Jefferson, He who lights my taper with his makes two lights, not less than one. You know?
0: He was all about the common good of the and, people. And, yeah.
1: and slaves slavery. Hemp Dude, all of wait, these. Wait, I'm things. confused. Are we
0: getting money or not?
1: Yeah, we no we got a we got hundred dollars from these people.
0: Oh, okay. But none from book sales.
1: Well, this isn't going this guy has already got an MFA. Once you get yeah, the MFA, okay. that's how you guarantee that your book's not gonna sell. <laughs> You think James Patterson has an MFA, my friend? You think... Uh, okay. Got one more message. This one is for Billy from Erica. Uh, she says, Billsden, which I guess is what she calls him. Yeah. That's probably it might question. just be a weird typo. I'm so fucking proud of you for getting your master's degree in political science and political economy from the London School of Economics. Now, that actually is pretty impressive. Nice. Sure. And that, it's not that some bullshit MFA? This guy probably got... <laughs> This guy Andrew probably got his MFA from DeVry. That's probably where he went. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with DeVry. Sure. Yeah. He got his. He got a master's in fine arts. I mean, in he
0: couldn't get into air, Barbizon. Air conditioning the modeling. You're, you're air college. conditioning repair. Are, are you're saying that because I'm wearing a DeVry
1: T-shirt. You that are wearing awful. a DeVry. They're
0: most prestigious alumni. <laughs> DeVry does TV VCR repair, Jordan. air conditioning, and comic acting.
1: Jordan. He's he's a man. He's an alumn.o Oh, excuse me. Um, so. Uh, you're a fancy smarty pants now, and I can't wait to celebrate with you soon. I'm the proudest girlfriend there is, and I can't wait for all of our upcoming adventures. Presumably working where? At the, at the World Bank, right? Yeah. you know, Go annex some third world country. <laughs> Restructure the economy of a banana republic. I love it. Don't, Congratulations. Don't Congratulations. St-
0: don't step on the masses sitting outside. <laughs> Do you,
1: you notice that all of our listeners are getting uh, advanced degrees that don't lead to jobs? I think that is the thing that ties our listeners together, advanced degrees that don't lead to jobs. Sure. They're so thinkers. They're bra- they're thinkers. They're, yeah, they're brainy. They're thinkers slash debtors. That's the two categories. <laughs> and
0: they seem to have nice girlfriends.
1: They do have nice girlfriends. I, and you know what? I, and, and God bless them. Sure. God bless the nice girlfriends. God bless- uh, Edu-
0: Education. God sure. bless
1: education. God bless the London School of Economics. And most of all, God bless Barbizon. Uh, if it weren't for Barbizon, do they still
0: run? Is that a, is that just the most outdated regional reference? Barbazon? They I, I, was... do you know what Barbizon is? is Oscar, it a beauty, is it a beauty school? It's yes, like a, yes,
1: it's like a modeling school.
0: Oh, it's modeling. I thought it was hairstyling, like how to cut no, hair. No,
1: it's it's Barbizon. Oh, school of modeling. Their slogan is "Learn to be a model or just look like
0: one." Well, that's not bad. You can't fall really. You sure, look like one. Absolutely.
1: You can't really learn to look like something, though. I mean, a little bit on the margins. You could wear saying, a false mustache.
0: I think they're saying, if you look like a model, you can either become one through Barbizon or just be some schmo who looks like a model. Could you get if, if you don't get the Barbizon training? You'll just be walking around looking like a model. Could, could you go there on a scholarship?
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, I think I I would certainly be considered underprivileged. Sure. In, in the, that context, yeah. right, 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 right. In the context of a modeling school. Oh. This guy's too handsome.
0: I think Brett Ratner actually has a scholarship for uh, beautiful underage girls to go <laughs> to modeling school. It's
1: the Brett Ratner Fellowship. Yeah, he does. For the, big tits. The subtitle is No Fags Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you want to get on the Jumbotron, just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If, e- if you want to advertise on the program, email Teresa at Teresa at maximum fun. Org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan
0: Morse, boy detective. I thought I was the boy detective. Well, Oscar Nunez from The Office, not your office, The Office.
1: I can be Jordan Morse
0: from The Office, not your office. I'll be the boy detective. Oh, great. Terrific. Do I, do I actually get to be on this very profitable syndicated television show? I'll, I'll do my best. Okay. I'll say a, Oscar Nunez's apprentice detective. Oh, okay. I've been looking for an apprentice. Uh, oh, so I'm beneath the boy detective. You are, yes. Even though you are older than me. But you're like Tintin. Yeah, so you'll be like Snowy. Arf! There you go. I love Tintin. I hope they do well with it.
1: Can I be Captain Ahab? I don't see why not. Is that his
0: name? Uh, what write? is the name of the captain no, in it's Tintin? Not, it's, not, it's not
1: Ahab. <laughs> it's not? Is it Ahab? I thought it might be Ahab. I, I I, I, an illusion. It, it I thought it was it an illusion. Oh, they're all French. Can, I be, yeah, French can yes. I be a racist caricature of an African person? Yes, you can. Or, yeah. or just any ethnicity any, other than... Yes, other than Dutch. Other than Belgian. And- yeah,
0: Be Chinese, please. <laughs> all right, have a little braid coming out of your tiny hat.
1: Yeah. Um, Gosh. Okay, so, Jordan, you have had in your sweaty palm through the course of this entire program... A uh, folded up piece of paper that I'm very interested in.
0: Uh, Oscar, for your benefit, and for the benefit of the people who may not have heard uh, the episode where we discussed this, uh, the name Rick Martino has loomed pretty large for us. Uh, I was getting uh, copies made at this copy store, and on the bulletin board were these tiny slips of paper that have been cut out that said, need help, Rick Martino. And I think, and somebody may correct me on this, but here's what I, it's been a while, but I think this is what it said. Need help? Call Rick Martino, Italian-American, physically fit. And it had a phone number and then said YouTube.com. Not YouTube.com slash Rick Martino, just YouTube.com. So this is it was strange. and We kind of speculated as to what this meant. We went to Rick Martino's YouTube page, and all it was was a weird black-and-white art film of someone filming outside of a car driving around Hollywood to, like, weird classical music. Yeah. Okay. So... You know, and that's about all the research we've done, and we kind of, like, Rick Martino, All right, It was a
1: lot like, did you see Tree of Life? It was sort of like that. I did, I did. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, uh, oh, God, who's the guy who directed Tree of Life? Terrence Malick. Sir, like Terrence Malick, Rick Martino isn't exactly what we would call prolific. Right. He comes onto the scene every couple years, makes a big splash, and then kind of then he recedes. Goes, he goes overseas. He, right, he does, exactly, he does. Well,
1: because of that child rape.
0: So... <laughs> You're thinking of that, that one time. Yeah.
1: That wasn't Terrence. So
0: was. if, if, if need help was Rick Martino's thin red line, right. I have in my hands his tree of life. Wow. The newest Rick Martino piece of paper.
1: Uh, call me a con crowd prepared for a 10-minute standing ovation. <laughs>
0: Uh, and this is taped on basically every uh, telephone or uh, light post between uh, in Hollywood between Vine and Fairfax. Oh boy.
1: They don't have telephones in Hollywood anymore. Everyone just communicates telepathically.
0: Sure. Um, join me for justice for all animal control from North Central District are criminals. They killed my pet pigeons without my permission. Rick Martino, phone number, youtube.com. Oh, boy. Something's happening. Wow. So, I mean, what a follow-up to Need Help. Yeah. Um, so, something has happened. Oh, and I should say that all of these are taped on the uh, light posts at crotch level. <laughs> Across the board, these are uh, not at eye level, he, so you have he to sh- stoop he should to be read this. E- oh, he's a, he's a short person. Yeah, maybe I. I so I mean, something has clearly he happened. He seemed so first,
1: big in the movie, but the first. But so does Tom Cruise, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The first thing, need help. Did he need help, uh, or was he offering help? I think he was asking you if you needed help from someone who was Italian American and physically oh. fit. Because this pigeon thing makes me think that maybe he needed help. Need help.
1: Do you think he was offering a, a Richard Gere-type service?
0: Well, I'm confused. What do you, what do you mean? A
1: gigolo-type situation.
0: I, do oh, you think that was
1: implied? That's or? where we
0: all go to at the beginning. Need help. He could have been a handyman. It could have been like a, well, again, that's, but he could,
1: maybe around but the house. But why would you, would you be concerned about your, what, what ethnicity Your hand. Well, you're, you may be Italian, racist. American. Yeah.
0: Well, you, you know I am. I guess like the, yeah. I guess for Handyman and Gigolo, physically fit makes a difference, right? right. I think we yeah. can all agree yeah, that that's, I, I those so. are two instances where you'd want the person to be physically fit. So, yeah, I can see why your mind would go there. It makes sense. But uh, uh so how does – okay, I guess Mike Tyson has pet pigeons, I th- right? I think he's the Herman Cain of Handyman. He just <laughs> – Yeah. He just – I don't know if he's lascivious or not. I don't know if he's... What's going on with the groper. pigeon thing?
1: He does say he does say numbers a lot. He repeats a number a That's lot. That's true. So he is like... And he's got that cool mustache.
0: Jesse, now, it, uh, would you maybe go to YouTube.com and maybe... I, we, I haven't looked at Rick Martino's YouTube page in a while. I only Wait, ripped... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll hand this to you. And maybe... I mean, it's just a piece of paper in a very plain font. Well, it's got a watermark. <gasps> what does it say? <laughs> oh, is this a national treasure situation where the Templars buried Da Vinci? She's He's
1: not so, Is Rick Martino R-I-C-K uh, or It RC? is
0: R-I-K Martino.
1: R-I-K. Rick Martino. Oh, yeah, here's Sunset at Dawn, the one that we the, saw before. Yeah, that's before. His, it's his black and white art movie. Okay. Um, yeah, they killed his pet pigeons without
0: his... Without... Was that necessary? Without my permission? Yeah, I guess. Is there an instance... Maybe, I mean, I guess you could potentially call a hit out
1: Oh, on there's there's pigeons. a video here called Pigeons Killed by City, More Trouble for the Birdman.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy.
1: Should we? Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to report back in just a second on Pigeons Killed by City, More Trouble for the Birdman. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la,
0: la, 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 la,
1: la, it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Oscar Nina's apprentice detective. It appears that they rounded up. Rick Martino's pigeons that he feeds in public.
0: So this is not a Mike Tyson situation where he's got coops on his roof. No, this
1: is... He was feeding these outside of a cafe Mm -hmm. on Hyperion Avenue in Los Angeles. And they were rounded up. However, I will tell you what this puts me in mind of. Hmm. There was a woman who wrote to the mayor's office when I was working in the mayor's office in San Francisco. And she wrote us this letter, and this was her concern. The CIA had trained these pigeons to shit on her house and also spy on her. Mm -hmm. So obviously she did what anyone else would have done. She hired a extermination company to the tune of, I think it was over $10,000 of pigeon abatement. So they put, she detailed everything they did in the letter. They put a, they they wrapped her house completely, and then they put an exterior wrap around it, and then they put spikes everywhere, sure. and then they poison gassed it, and it, so on and so forth. She wrote to the mayor's office uh, because, as she saw it, the mayor should pay for this.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm always I'm always impressed how insano's get money. Every uh-huh. every, every time uh-huh. I feel like every time I go to New York and I talk and I talk to my New York friends. They always the story always seems to be how they're always kind of teetering on poverty. It's so expensive to live and, you know, they're just waiting for the day where they lose their jobs and immediately have to move back home. I wonder and New York has more insanos than anybody. I wonder how insanos live in in such expensive meccas. I don't know, they always find a way. Yeah. There's there's insanos who are really on skid row. And they're those who do uh you know street theater and they sure. survive and they have a place, and they you know in new york it's it was alphabet city kind of
1: I mean Rick you know. Martino makes his own movies
0: sure, uh, yeah,
1: this guy's an accomplished filmmaker he's an
0: accomplished filmmaker, but you know that, that's that's not cool that they rounded up those birds and did that though. yeah, yeah i maybe i maybe that's, that's an overreach sure are we with Martino on this one yeah, that's an overreach by the government you know I think just to do Martino a favor. I'm going to go around Hollywood and take all of these from crotch level and put them at eye level. Because I just, I think that he would get a lot more.
1: You know what? That is I, a real. That's, that's a, that's were a good you marketing. inspired by the Occupy movement? Mm-hmm. No.
0: Yeah. I was too. <laughs> Maybe,
1: Occupy eye level.
0: Does he want them at, at crotch level? or they, I, why, Maybe he's just trying to get like children on his side. Yeah. And doggies. <laughs> yeah. <You know,
1: laughs>
0: I don't know. Woof, woof, woof. Well, he seemed upset on the, on the thing. On the, yeah. You know, he's upset and heartfelt, and he's pointing at the thing. A
1: handsome man.
0: Very good. No, he's I a good-looking mean, guy. Physically fit.
1: Yeah, I, very I, physically fit. I
0: expected younger when you, when you first read the thing from yeah. King goes. I thought he was a gigolo. Sure. Right, and now I just see he's a flannel-shirted older man.
1: Well, a lot of a lot of the ladies that hire gigolos are older women looking for companionship.
0: Oh, okay. So you want someone who remembers you, Lawrence Welk? You, you can relate. Th- you can relate to. Yeah, you don't want. You know, I guess if you're an old, older lady and you hire a 19-year-old gigolo, he's talking about dubstep. You don't know what that is. And there's so many of them. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Kids, those tween gigolos. I know. You're
1: not there to talk about tiny tempa. Sure. You want to talk about, you're yeah. there to talk about PBS pledge specials. Yeah. You want to talk about Suze Orman. You want to talk about the coaster? But just
0: for a little bit, then you get down to business. As I understand it, gigolos aren't there for conversation. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Well, with the older lady. Yeah. I mean, there's a oh, certain amount
0: of, like, companionship. I mean, the sex is just half of it. You're also, I'm going to so enlighten it's you. It's only half of it. Yeah. I mean, I spent a little time as a In the young field of- gigolo a rent boy. Yeah. Huh. And and yeah, and that was a, a, a that was always well, a, a hurdle for me with the older ladies. But that's They're not like, that's not nice, rent. It's lease. I believe the term you prefer yeah. is a lease. You rent boy. to own. Well, there yeah. is yeah. <laughs> there is a contract. On like a couch. And, yeah. and how long was that <laughs> when big you first screen TV. when you first moved here? That was yeah, just when I was getting my, you know, trying to trying to get well, my footing. Good, f- good for you. And then, you know, I started working in entertainment
1: and I always felt like Two things number one, I always felt like you were working in entertainment even then
0: sure I mean it's that's all preparation for it's
1: all preparation for our art
0: you it's all usable. you use it later you use it later yeah. absolutely i
1: mean uh, you're you're an artist oscar you're on you're on the office
0: everything I do is yeah
1: you know about creating beauty, yeah you know painting i mean I'm sure I know that you uh for example i I heard that you were the person at the dog groomers that does the anal gland excretion. And I'm sure that you use that every day in creating your character on... I, yes, but I actually aspired
0: to be that person. I couldn't quite cut it. Like Michael oh, Crichton... and
1: he, then you became... that. That's why you became and It was like those who yeah, can't teach.
0: Those who can't teach. I tried and... Wait I a just, minute. I just... <laughs> I the sentence to. fragment, like Michael Crichton. Well, he was going to be a doctor, but he couldn't get past the cadaver Oh, thing. I didn't know that. And then he, that was, he's like, and Then he decided. You he started, know what? He I'm, was writing. He and then he huh. found
1: his true calling, climate change denial. <laughs> denial.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> denial global warming. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, and uh, anti-Japanese racism.
0: And passing away. I just bought his latest novel. He's, he keeps cranking them out. He's yeah. Really? For five years, yeah. Beyond the
1: grave. What, what um, is it? A sequel to Rising Sun? Micro, it's called. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's called Micro. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, the year Jurassic Park came out as a kid, I went through, a, I went through a Michael Crichton. Tear, oh
1: yeah, so. Yeah, I I read a, I read a buttload of Michael Crichton novels. So yeah, I, I'm a couple, I'm a year older than you. I'd say maybe two years before Jurassic Park came out. Yeah, just a pile of them, a
0: pile of them. Yeah, He's smart guy, smart guy. Who's going to be a doctor? Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a guy he invented who invented ER. He could see through the bullshit. That the so-called scientists were so putting up scientists. there yeah. on the matter of climate change.
0: See, I didn't know he was a big climate change denier. Oh,
1: yeah. You know Testified before Congress numerous times. Oh,
0: but why, what business is it of his? He's a novelist. Well, because he, who else are you going to get? Scientists. All scientists agree.
1: <laughs> All of the know, actual I, scientists are on board with climate change. He
0: saw a young bit player on Roseanne. Yeah. And he said to that young bit player on Roseanne, come be the star of my doctor drama and that is why we have george clooney
1: yeah he's he sent he good sent him, him good for him he, yeah. he picked him he plucked him out of obscurity on the most popular show on television at the time <laughs> he sent him to an african-american barber to get a caesar
0: i i was over his house
1: george clooney's house
0: no michael crichton
1: Oh. That's not as good as George
0: I don't I didn't I, mean, I would like to hear about what Michael Crichton's Michael house Michael Crichton's
1: like. house is really good and I'm my, sorry that I was disappointed by it, but you did set it up like it was gonna be Clooney's well, house. Well,
0: my wife has been over George Clooney's house. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hey.
1: Wow, wow, wow. You gave her permission for that one. <laughs> she was dating You just gotta tell me about it afterwards. <laughs> she
0: was she was dating a fella. Who who lived at the house. This is before you were. Wait, who lived at
1: George Clooney's house?
0: Yeah, because he always has guys over there... (laughs) <laughs> I want to live at Cluny's house. No, you can't. No, I want to. But you probably could if you meet him. He's a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. Wow. He always has guys over the house. She was dating one of the guys. She slept she's slept over a couple he's times. He's always got wow. plenty she's, of olive she,
1: oil on hand. She's
0: met him a couple times. This was everybody's. Years yeah.
1: Everybody looks tremendous. Everybody's in great shape. Yeah. there's a. They got a wrestling league.
0: He's a nice fella. He he did that movie with John Krasinski. And, uh, yeah, oh, Leatherheads. We, and we saw him at the movie, and she's, she's like, hey, that. And they knew him, like his buddies. Hey, Russell, hey, how are you? They, like, they recognized her from uh, when she used to hang there. Wow. Uh, and he, Because he's very loyal to his friends, like Mark, like your boy Mark, very loyal to his friends. And we met him at a telethon. He's very nice, very nice guy. You know where we have to go is to the lake house. That's where you want to go. What? what? what are you inviting us? No. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not invited. No, but no, that's, no. That's, that's reasonable. We would just, uh, that's we would just the act place, like boobs. That's the place you want to go. Oh, yeah. To oh. Clooney's lake house. Yeah. Wow. I bet that's great. Has
1: your wife met Clooney's pig? Late pig? No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I don't think
0: so. I think he has bulldogs or a pig that he still has. He used to have a pig yeah, that slept is, in his bed. I yeah, know this. But this was so years it's ago. It's one
1: of those important pieces of evidence along with punching David O. Russell on the set. And he had
0: bulldogs too, but this is years ago.
1: Makes me really believe in, in Clooney. Yeah. You know, more than just you admire him for his good looks and acting talent. Uh, but just really believe in him as an expression of what it means to be an American. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: No, he's you know, he did sixteen pilots before uh, ER. How do we get how do we
1: how do we get Nunez's life? I mean
0: You know what the next stop know. on the
1: Nunez train is? He's gonna have his own fucking booth at the HMS Bounty. <laughs> We're working on it, fingers crossed. Meanwhile, yeah. we're sitting here, we're lucky if somebody makes a passing reference to us in the popular webcomic Dr. McNinja. Do you,
0: <laughs> lucky, if that, do you have people?
1: We don't have people, we need to get people. Need people, yeah. How many people do we need? Three?
0: You need, how many are there, two of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say three to start with. Are okay. we talking about... We each have one and a half person. You have one and a half person to start, we'll start you off nice and easy. Right. Mm-hmm publicist a baker and a masseuse and we'll see how that goes for a while because and once we stop you know I mean it t- so much of my day is you know taken up making scones muffins you don't have time see all that's that why time- you need a baker yes because mm. that time that you're doing that you could be having a manicure that's true so why are you making scones you're not that's not allocating your time properly you need a publicist
1: well because people love to eat scones that's why I'm making scones why? I don't understand what your problem is, is with is scones.
0: that what I smell because yeah, so something's been baking. I got scones in the baking.
1: I, y- You don't notice that I keep excusing myself to check on my scones? That's where you're going. We thought when you said,
0: excuse me, I'm going to check on my scones, we just assumed you were jerking off. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was a Belfast euphemism. <laughs> right. You go I, check on the old scones. You
1: just assumed that meant I, I was worried I had ball cancer.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's where we went. Sure, we that's did, where we, we did yes, go there. Ball can- when you slip out, we whisper, <laughs> oh, he's got the ball cancer. His pants are bulbous in the crotch area. (laughs) What's going on? Giant ball tumor.
1: (sighs) Okay, so we need to get a publicist. Mm -hmm. And it was your... I mean, to be fair, it was Oscar's manager's publicist who emailed us and said, Hey, have you ever thought about having Oscar Nunez on Jordan Jesse Go? I said, He's hilarious. I've seen him on our friend Jimmy Pardo's programs. I said, I would love to have him. So maybe we could even get on popular podcasts. I mean...
0: Well, All, let's not shoot for the moon. Let's start out. Okay.
1: Let's but, start with Clooney's that, house. Let's start with something start, achievable. Sure. Start, start, Go start
0: to Clooney's, Clooney's house, house and then, then maybe like hang up some posters around Hollywood at crotch level
1: I have a, to let doggies know who we are. I have a friend who's a publicist, and I think she might be able to help us out, Jordan. She already wep- represents Hollywood's top, uh, top same-gender two-person team, Wendy and Lisa. Okay. Um... And I know, that, I know that this is important because she wa- did once say, would you ever want to have Wendy and Lisa on The Sound of Young America? And I said, yeah, sure. I would love to have Wendy and Lisa from the revolution uh, on, on The Sound of Young America. And she said, oh, that's awesome. The only thing is they're not allowed to talk about Prince. And I was like, what? What? Sure. What are the what are you gonna to talk to Wendy and Lisa about that's not Prince? Yeah. This theme song they wrote for Nurse Jackie?
0: What else they got? Yeah. It's like it, having Oscar Nunez's wife on and not asking her about Clooney's Lake House.
1: Or his pig. Yeah. Or Tell us pig. about this. Can we hear about this lake house?
0: I've never been to the lake house. You know what I know. Yeah, National wow. lake house? Why haven't
1: you been to the don't you know that you're on the office? It's one of the most popular yeah. and hilarious television programs in America. Lake House in Italy, no, not uh, oh, They sorry. have the office in Italy, Oscar. They have it all over the world. Maybe
0: they do. They do. No, I have not been there. I wish I, I wish. I wish. It's more of a commedia dell'arte show though in Italy.
1: Yeah. Oscar's it, has on more, it has more plays lozzo. it has
0: more lazzo. It's it's done on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually done on stage. When this guy Il office.
1: When when Oscar Nuñez does the lozzo of the Bumblebee, where he's looking at the bumblebee, he's watching it fly around and then <laughs> It flies into his mouth, and then he starts shaking around because it's flying around inside of him, and then it stings him. Mm -hmm. And then he poops it out. It's
0: amazing. And the the preparation for that is is that. This
1: is, I mean, it is so true to Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant's vision (laughs) Mm -hmm. that it is just power. I mean, it is a documentation of, you know what I did when I was in London, actually? (laughs) What? I spent the night in Slough. No, the city the that is the for setting for the British for Office. The British oh, office. The, oh, good. Um, and yeah, you can really see why it was chosen as the setting for the British Office.
0: That's hilarious. Great show, by the way, The British Office.
1: Eh. Really? No, no, not at no, all. Well. No. No, it's wait, a brilliant it a show. It's like of the best, <laughs> yeah. One of the best sitcoms of the past 30 years. What Jesse likes
0: to do these days is something called comedy nerd baiting, where he takes a sacred cow amongst comedy nerds and criticizes it in order to have internet fights. Yeah,
1: like, uh, like, like a couple weeks ago when I said that, I like commu- uh, that that I like community a lot, and then I made some joke about it. Um, and people were like, wait a minute, you just like it a lot? I got in so much trouble, Jordan, for saying that I like community you a lot. keep your fucking opinions to yourself. Yeah. I was supposed to be an p- opinionated firebrand. I'm like yeah. Tom Likas.
0: I hear you. Have you had Danny Pudi on the show?
1: Listen, Danny Pudi has been on The Sound of Young America. He has not been on Jordan Jesse Go. Seemed like a class act. Oh, funny guy. Seemed like He's a real... Funny. Yeah, speaks Polish. Fluent Polish. We mm. could talk to him in Polish.
0: How about that? We, we did uh, um, improv. Yep. In Portland and San Francisco.
1: Oh, neat. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh you, do the, you do the uh, theme park improv sometimes. Yes. Is that correct? With yes, our, right. with, with, our friends, uh, with our friend Janet Varney and, yeah, Cole, the, Cole, and Stratton. Cole Stratton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, both Janet and Cole have been guests on this very program. And in fact, I used to work for Janet and Cole at the San Francisco Sketch mm. Fest. I love those kids. Could, well, do you think that's enough to get me into Clooney's Lake House? <laughs> Janet not, can probably get into Clooney's Lake House, we're Not, not right? a publicist. Yeah, right. How much does it? You have what to what have a this? lot of
0: buzz and a tray full of scones, so that's why we. And, need, and you need to be relaxed. That's so the beginning of be masseuse. relaxed. Be relaxed.
1: Jimmy Pardo, I was at the podcastathon, which, by the way, people should go to podcast. And, and buy the podcastathon. Our friend Jimmy Pardo's marathon uh, charity podcast event, because uh, all the money goes to the, uh, charity. Um, so go buy it. Is that his mistress? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it <that's> is. <laughs> yes, that's a gigolo that he hires. <laughs> <laughs> over 50 jiggler um, yeah uh and um jimmy was telling me that uh after he informed his publicist that uh uh that he was going to be having the podcast he started getting solicitations from other publicists uh from people not to appear on the podcastathon, but to walk the red carpet at the podcast <laughs> wow um and he said he the, he got literally dozens of these and he had not heard of any of the people like not even <laughs> like that name sounds familiar yeah like they were they were complete it was just someone's uncle
0: oh it's just such a it's such a scam
1: so okay so here's what we need we need a publicist we need an assistant
0: no yeah, we're starting no, with the, we're starting with the big three publicist baker masseuse yeah you jordan's
1: got jordan's got management does that help
0: Sure, management helps. But You're, they just help you, you can't, locate a, can't a quality baker. Right. If they can help you with that, that's half the game. Yeah. I
1: mean, if you, if you knew the reason you need a good baker is because if they're not working from the right starter, their sourdough is not going to be any good.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's so a little they, foundation. Yeah. By the way, my mom's pretending to read. That's how bored she is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she's not paying close attention. We've said a lot of mom inappropriate stuff.
0: Oh, she doesn't. We once went. To see uh, Dom Herrera. Uh Uh-huh. Because he...
1: Legendary stand-up comedian, Dom Herrera. Because
0: he directed some sketch thing I was in, and Eddie Griffin was on stage, and she was there, and Eddie Griffin's doing stand-up material about, like... Oh, now she's listening. A lot of... uh, Now she's paying attention. Jokes about... um Odors when performing oral sex on a woman, maybe absolutely. Okay, I don't don't give a shit about life. Would you want to stick a finger up her butt, smell it? Who gives a shit? (laughs) Like literally. And and my mom was. And also,
1: to some extent, what odors go with what races?
0: Yes, he does. Fifteen minutes on that. Yeah, lovely racial odors. Um, But anyway, she was Mexicans.
1: Be smelling like cactus. (laughs) She
0: was like aloe vera. (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah. To get back to the scone thing.
1: Yeah. Because you're already a Hollywood... You're Hollywood royalty. I don't mean to... Am I? Yeah. Oscar Nunez, you're Hollywood royalty. You, you've got your own booth at the HMS Bounty.
0: You've been punched in the throat by Liam Neeson. A given?
1: <laughs> you've, you've gotten Van Morrison drunk and had him make noises for you. Oscar Nunez! brown Brownhead! Brownhead! La 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 la! ha ha. That's that's
0: spot on by the way. Good morning, good fit. Yeah.
1: Um well, shoot! What are you going to do? Uh, I I think we just need to wrap this thing up, Jordan. Yeah, why not? It's been a just a fucking joy to have you on the program. It's so cool. Yes. Thank you, Thank I, I you love- so much for taking the time. I
0: love the Mere Mansion and uh, the great meeting, you guys. It's
1: and been, of course, you're a awesome. huge. You've always been a huge fan of the show. <laughs> oh yeah. <where> we
0: really <laughs> from the beginning from 1963. From,
1: sure. We really appreciate that. Uh, what What do we need to say? Oh, hashtag JJ go. I got to pick a tweet of the week, Jordan. Yeah.
0: pick a tweet of the week. I got to pick a tweet here. of the well, week this, this has kind of become customary. Jesse picks. Tweet of the week, Oscar, we make small talk. So, um, <laughs> should, I, should I tweet? Uh, yeah, you can feel free. I mean, uh, well, you can, so we what you can do you, wait until we put it I start out. Start tweeting. What, do you do, I, well, what are you doing after this? We make small talk while Jesse looks for the tweet of the week. Okay. No, I'm saying, should I start tweeting? Oh, just in oh. general. Oh, in general. Oh, yeah, that's a good area of small talk. Uh, right. I. Th- well, do you, what do you. What do you do social networking wise? I don't know. Rain Wilson wants me to tweet. He's like, you should be tweeting. Rain <laughs> Wilson is very good on the Twitter. He's very funny. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like. I feel like you're like an established guy. You you don't feel like you have trouble getting getting work and you feel like I was on Facebook, I went off of it because I like I kept playing bejeweled and people are like, <laughs> What are you doing? I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't who cares? Yeah. I might say that yeah, I like Twitter. I enjoy being on there, but if you're not drawn to the idea of it, I think you know, you're you know, you're at a point where maybe you don't need the help publicity wise right you, right yeah but Rain says that you do he says it's good for whatever you're doing you have a million followers or whatever True. half a million so it's and I think you would probably go into the game with the you know in the 50 a, to hundred thousand a little range. bit yeah the the sweet spot yeah we like to call it that's on Twitter. nice that's always nice that would be nice so yeah I mean I would say maybe try it out I mean I would like I would follow you on Twitter certainly I give it, a, give it a try it out.
1: Yeah. I will say, I want to thank everybody. There are lots of tweets about our 200th episode, which we just sure. released this past week. Um, congratulations. So thank, thank you thank very you. much. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who, who was tweeting about all their favorite Jordan, Jesse go moments that we were, uh, that we were considering over the, you know, over the course of, mm-hmm. uh, over the course of that, uh, hour and a half, two hours or so. I'm, these are a lot of. There's a lot of really earnest tweets, um, and you know what? I'm just going to give it. I'm just going to give it to Melissa here at Melissa Lib, who is angry that she was busy taking classes on Shakespeare when we were at UC Santa Cruz taking classes on Saturday Night Live and The Muppets.
0: Perfectly Thank you, Melissa. reasonable. Thank you, Melissa.
1: Melissa, email intern at, at maximumfun.org. Tell them your uh, t-shirt size and our unisex t-shirts, and we will send you a free t-shirt. And everybody else, uh, remember to tweet with the hashtag. Hashtag JJGo, and hey guess what? I just put Max Funcon tickets on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Funcon, June 1st through 3rd, 2012. And um, it is now it is we sold 85 um, percent, I think, 80 percent, 85 percent of the tickets uh, on, in one day. Uh wow. to Max FunCon. Cool. This is seven eight months from now. Um and we now as of this recording, I think we have about I think it's a dozen left. Okay. So if you want to go to Max FunCon, better get your ass in gear, is all yeah, have I have to say about that. It's MaxFuncon dot com. Um I don't know, Jordan. I feel like some people don't know what Max FunCon is. How would you describe it?
0: Uh, like a real fun weekend that I'm at.
1: Yeah, look, if you... If you've always wanted to fuck Jordan, now's your chance. <laughs>
0: Here it is. Only one way to do it. MaxFunCon.com. I only have sex once a year.
1: <laughs> there, was a, there was a long period when all it took was $100 an hour to fuck Jordan.
0: Yeah, well, I'm past that. These days, you got to buy tickets that. to
1: MaxFunCon, get him, get him a couple drinks. Sure. And
0: have a nice plate of scones. <laughs> no, no. Lure me into the room. Now he's like Santa Claus. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Only comes once a, once a year. Yeah, yep. And so. my sack is down your chimney. Woo!
1: Gross. Oh God, that's really gross, um, Oscar Nunez. You can watch uh, Thursday nights on the national broadcasting company's uh, hit television program, The Office. And if
0: you want Oscar to get on Twitter, just tweet at Rain Wilson <laughs> and have Oscar and say you want Oscar to be on Twitter, and then the next. 'Cause I mean when we need to crowdsource something, we usually go to Twitter. So if the right. question is should I get on Twitter, that's a little bit complicated. But I th- say that people go through Rain Wilson, right, tweet at them, and right. then next time you guys are taping or at some sort of he'll function, will say, Hey, what the hell? There's been, you know, there's you know four hundred a thousand people who
1: the want best, you on Twitter. The best thing to do also is just to make sure you get through what I call the Rain Wilson filter is bring up the B'nai Brith. In the in the te- in the tweet, bring up the B'nai Brith. And, uh, you know, just work it in there somehow, like, as, because I have strong feelings about religious tolerance of all religions, in fact, religious tolerance is my religion, Oscar Nunez should be on Twitter. Nice. There you go. I like so that. something that's going to pique his we interest. we Wilson baiting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, or, or, like, uh, or, or bring up, uh, another good thing to bring up would be being great on, but also derailing six feet under. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like being really compelling but also why is that character part of the show but it wasn't there that long no he was and he was genuinely great and, I mean and I remember this guy is amazing I can see why they yeah. wanted to have this guy on their television yeah. show but what does this have to do with the rest yeah. of the yeah. things yeah. that yeah. are happening it on was, the program it was bizarre Oscar is there any is there any other non-office related things that we should we should make sure and send people to No, I'm good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oscar Nunez, star of The Office. He's not sweating. He's headed off to the lake house next week. Um, We'll be back next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Hi, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. We're three brothers. It's not a coincidence. We have a show. It's called My Brother, My Brother Me. It's
0: an advice show for the modern era. Uh, sometimes we also to take questions from the Yahoo Answer Service.
1: Hey, guys, how many push-ups does it take to look like a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a fine question, Griffin. We'll answer that one and so much more, including questions from readers about love and
1: navigating the waters of society. Subscribe on iTunes or get it online at MaximumFun.org. We're brothers. We're experts. And we're sorry.